Hello, and welcome to SoberCast, where we provide AA speaker meetings and workshops in podcast format. We're an ad-free podcast, and if you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by visiting SoberCast.com, look for the donate link, and drop a dollar or two into our virtual basket. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Have a great day. Hi, my name's Amy Malkolik. Hi, Amy. And uh, thanks, Gary, for asking me to share. And um, I was down in Cornwall with the girls this week, and for like the first time, you know, I was playing in the sea, having a lovely time. Edie's bearing us up in the sand, the dog's running around. I sat there, counting my blessings, you know what I mean? It was bliss. Get a text, Gary, 25 minutes Friday, <laughs> recorded. And it was just like, my stomach just sunk. Shit. <laughs> but, you know, I am, you know, grateful to be here and, uh, you know, f- thanks, Wayne, uh, thanks, Andy, for sponsoring me and, um, you know, what a privilege it is to share at my home group and, um, and to do the big one as well. So, uh, you know, thank you. This is anyone new. Welcome. Welcome to Alcoholics Anonymous. Welcome to the Road to Recovery group. This is where I, you know, learned what alcoholism was and where I've been shown how to recover and where I've grown up, where I've learned to live life. Um, it is through this group and the people in it. And, you know, I started drinking at a really young age, 11, 12, and I just absolutely loved what alcohol did for me. I was painfully shy awkward, didn't fit in, just at odds with the world. And uh, I had some cider in the park with my friends and it was just changed me. Do you know what I mean? I just loved the feeling it gave me. I could talk to the boys I fancied. I didn't care what people thought of me. I just loved what alcohol did for me. And um, that was it. Do you know what I mean? I was just off from the beginning. I just drank as much as I could. I just used to go out and get blind drunk and so look forward to it all week. I'd be planning. I'd save up my dinner money, my pocket money. And I planned how I was going to get a drink and that. So I just looked forward to it. And I would just, just go out and get as drunk as I could. And to begin with, it was fun. There was always, I'd always take it a bit too far. You know, I would have to hear about it in the morning and whatnot. But within a couple of years, you know, I, I was just like full-blown in it. You know, I was just, um, you know, drinking as much as I could, as often as I could. And when I was sober, I was just so uncomfortable living you know I, I just was I just was like paranoid all the things I'd done when I was drunk I was just so ashamed and disgusted about I just couldn't face people I would, I would be lying I'd be stealing I'd be cheating I would be like I was just like hanging around with the wrong crowd I would just it just it was just getting I would go like when I was like 13 14 I'd be in over 18 nightclubs I was just getting into dangerous situations it was just it's like snowboarding, it's just getting worse. And, and I just knew that it, I wasn't quite right and this wasn't quite right. And I would try and sort things out, make myself feel better, just try and, like, get get myself together. And i just try various things. You know I mean, I, I always blamed everything, all my problems, all the mess I was in, on something, somebody, or the situation that I could explain it. I couldn't ever take responsibility for any of it. And... Uh, you know, I'd move around, I'd go to my mum's, to my dad's, to my nan's, I would change friends, I would come up with a great plan where, right, I'm not going to drink, I'm going to go running, I'm going to do exercise, the endorphins will make me feel better, I won't feel this suicidal, do you know what I mean? And I would be like, laying in bed, thinking it all over, how it's going to, this time it's going to be different, and um, I would mean it, do you know what I mean? I, I would really think that this was it this time, and, you know, I would just end up going out, getting drunk, and just... The same thing would just happen and wake up in the morning, but that just 
awful fear and dread and disgust and I just knew I couldn't carry on like this anymore and um, had that constant suicide thoughts. I just could not live in my own skin. My my own mind was tormenting me and um, I just knew that there was something wrong with me and I just couldn't stop drinking. I couldn't control it. I just would always end up drinking again and uh, I knew about Alcoholics Anonymous but I just thought there's no way that I'm an alcoholic. I'm not physically addicted to alcohol and I don't drink every day. That was my sort of thing, that why I wasn't an alcoholic. And um, But I come here anyway because I didn't know what else to do, basically. You know, I, I'd seen a counsellor. I'd done other things to try and, like, feel better. And uh, it, it all failed. And I got here and um, I just could identify absolutely that I was an alcoholic. You know, once I picked up that first drink, it set up a phenomenon of craving. I'd drink drink and um, no matter what I had no effective mental defense against that first drink I would always drink again despite promises I've made and whatever I would always end up drinking again and I just knew that that was my problem <laughs> and um, like in one part of me was like oh like a relief but part of me was like I don't really want to be an alcoholic I was 17 when I got here I was so chronically self-centered I just didn't want to look at anybody I didn't want anyone to talk to me my hands was always sweaty I thought my life was over. Do you know what I mean? This is it. Church halls. <laughs> I was just. It, it. I just didn't. I just didn't want it. And, and like one side of my brain was like that, and the other side of my brain was like, you can't live anymore like this. Do you know what I mean? You just can't carry on. And um, I was broken enough, desperate enough, off that jumping off place. And I asked for a sponsor, and I. I got a sponsor and she asked me if I was willing to go to any events. I said yes and she gave me a list of things to do and, um, you know, I just did it. I did think I thought I might need a bit more, something a bit more medical, a bit more, I don't know what. But anyway, regardless of all the crap that was going on on in my head at the time, I just did what she said and uh, Gail took me through the steps and she got me into good habits early, got me into service and a group and... Um, like within a couple of weeks, it was just like that obsession with alcohol was removed from me, and I had a just a feeling that it was going to be all right. And um, you know, I was still a, like a, a bit of emotional mess to begin with. Do you know what I mean? Those early days were. But the, the thing is, I had stuff to do. Do you know what I mean? I had people to speak to. I had people to meet up for coffee. Just, just <coughs> immerse myself completely into Alcoholics Anonymous, into this home group. There's always stuff going on, meeting up for coffee, going out for... Do you know what I mean? Just, just loads of stuff. I just got involved, absolutely. And, uh, you know, once I took the steps, it was just like that step four and five. After that, it was just like all those resentments that had been burning me up, all the, all the fear, just loads of it. <laughs> loads of, loads of it. All those things which, you know, I just felt disgusting about, do you know what I mean, I was just deeply ashamed, I didn't want anyone to ever find out about me that could like haunt me, do you know what I mean, that I, w I would avoid places and things and people because of what I'd done and people that, you know, all that, all that rubbish, all of that I'd written down and looked at my defects of character and shared it with a sponsor, honestly, and after doing that it was just like I'd been given a clean sheet at life, you know, I was just, it was just like I was a different person and um, I just felt different and, uh, you know, work the rest of the steps and my life just like all the chaos and the mess that seemed that I was in when I got here that seemed too much to sort out. Do you know what I mean? It was just seemed like I'd screwed up <laughs> so bad 
but everything just seemed to, I don't know, just like work out a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it was all it was all coming together, and um, you know, it was just just incredible, and like loads of brilliant stuff happened the first few years of recovery. It's just like I got, I, you know, I finished my A levels, moved, went to uni, spent on girls' holidays, was just really active, like doing service in the group. Do you know what I mean? It was just like from going to this suicidal mess, I couldn't catch a bus, I couldn't take responsibility for my life, I couldn't think straight, do you know what I mean? I couldn't sleep properly and all of that. Come here, admit defeat, do you know what I mean? Get a sponsor, do suggestions, work the steps. And I was just like flying and my life has just taken off and um, it's just been just been incredible and um you, you know if you are new you know don't miss out you may think this is that and <laughs> do you know what i mean getting here and, and you, this is real crap do you know what i mean like feeling awful and just life is over and uh, it just just that horrible feeling as a newcomer when you arrive here but there's so much an offer in Alcoholics Anonymous the solution to your problem and um you know, and you can recover and have a good life. And, um, you know, th- that's what I've had. I've had, had a good life. You know, I had no religious upbringing in the word God. I was a little bit, hmm, but it, didn't, it wasn't enough to put me off. But, you know, I've had a spiritual awakening, a change of thought and attitude, and I've got a relationship with a higher power. And, you know, it, it, don't, don't, that's a red herring. Do you know what I mean? Don't let that put you off. And, um, you know, life is like, Wow, it's just more than I could imagine. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, it's just more than you know. I, you know, I've got. It's not all about the things I've got, but you know, I'm going to tell you about some of the things. You know, like I finished uni, I come back to Plymouth and um, got a job, and went back to uni, retrained, and like I've been in my job for over ten years now by the same employer. You know, things like that. They were incredible. Do you know what I mean? Like I, when I got to into service in the home group, started off cleaning, greeting, and then I got fast tracked to the tea team. And I can remember ringing up saying, "You're in the tea. You need to bring the milk." And I was just like panicking. Oh gosh, just, the milk—it's a big responsibility. I don't know if I can do it. Do you know what I mean? It just seemed like oh, a panic. And um, do you know what I mean? Like that—that that is the kind of person that I was when I got here. And uh, you know, to, like, have a professional job, to be in the same employer for, like, over 10 years. It, do you know what I mean? That that wasn't me. And, um, and um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, there still needs work. There's been a position in my team that's come up recently, and um, I, I didn't even, I don't want it, but there is one. And I was just had a like a silent resentment with my boss for about 10 days because she didn't ask me to apply for it. And, um, you know, and I was just thinking, oh, she's not going to even ask me. I can't believe it. Do you know what I mean? I had just this, this little brewing resentment. And then I, I met up with her and she's like, oh, so I presume you, you're going to apply for the job. And I thought, oh, all right then. But uh, no, I'm not actually because I, I, don't, I don't even want the job. But I've just been like thinking oh you know she don't think I'm good enough like I'm gonna have to leave like do you know what I mean like my my head just still this is like a few couple of weeks ago my head just still goes down that like path of just do 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 you know what I mean and and it wasn't anything it was just a made-up thing in my own head and um you know that is what I can still be like now do you know what I mean like I've, I've got a good life but I can still be like that and uh 
yeah, um, yeah, um, you know, and you know, it's just it's changed my family. Like my my family were always worried about me. I'd always ring up, um, threatening to commit suicide in the night, like ranting and raving about all my all my problems, why they were to blame for it, blah 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 blah. And then, you know, I've had opportunity to make amends, you know, I did my step eight and, you know, I've made my amends to my family and, um, you know, the relationships I've got now with them are, you know, incredible. You know, I am um, always the one that they'll ring if there's any problem. Do you know what I mean? I can be a reliable member of my family. Um, like my nan, she's just put me as to be a power of attorney and to look after all her medical needs, all her, everything like that. I mean, that is not me, do you know what I mean? I, I, I you know, this is because of Alcoholics Anonymous, because I've been able to think of other people, be reliable, and all those things, take responsibility. It's all those things that I've been taught here. And, um, you know, um, our family was literal chaos, do you know what I mean? It was full of, like, social workers, the police, there was always a drama, there was always some sort of thing. And, and now it's just not like that. Do you know what I mean? It's still not drama-free. As you know, Mother brings her own... Uh, <laughs> she's not here tonight, but I hope she'll listen. And she'll have wanted to mention, but she'll bring her own. But, um, you know, from what it was like, you know, to, to the relationships and the family we've got now is unbelievable. And, uh, and you know, like, my um, my kids, as much as I love them, and, like, I'm, like, so grateful that the life they've got now... And they've got no idea, do you know what I mean? They've literally got no idea that they've got, uh, like, a stable home. It's it's calm, do you know what I mean? There's no drama, that, you know, all of those things. They That's just their life, do you know what I mean? But I know that it's only that way because of this group, because of Alcoholics Anonymous, because of being sponsored. And um, and I get really annoyed with them when they're... And I just think, you're not grateful. You do, do you know what I mean? You're just not grateful. And, um, you know... And, you know, and they do, do you know what I mean? They are lovely kids, and I'm just, like, blessed that they've got, like, a, a nice, like, stable... You know, it's not perfect. I mean, I'm not perfect. Like, I lose my temper, all of that. But, you know, they're not brought up in alcoholic chaos, do you know what I mean? Because they're not. And, um, you know, that's, like, one of the biggest things that, I, you know, I get grateful for every day, as much as they annoy me. And uh, tonight, you know, today I spent the day with Ida... I took her to get her nails done, done all this, and she's just looking at me with her face on all day. And I just think, like, ah, you've got no idea you're born. Do you know what I mean? Like, that. I'm sharing tonight for tw- 20 years sober, and it wouldn't, you wouldn't even have the life you've got now without it. And you're just treating me like this. And I just think, you've got no clue. And she doesn't. Do you know what I mean? She doesn't have to either. But, um, and, she, and she doesn't have to. But I know that that's why. Do you know what I mean? I know that that's why... You know, we've got this life that we've got and, um, you know, I can try and deal with my resentments when they come up and they still come up thick and fast and I still get that, you know, when I get a good one and you get that burning resentment in your tummy and you just know that that is like a corker of a resentment and I just know that it's my defects of character and, you know, I can just ring a sponsor, pray for them, ring newcomers, but do you know what I mean? Just, just all the principles of my programme, I can work. I don't have to, like fly off the handle, I don't have to quit my job, I don't have to walk out, I don't have to run away, do you know what I mean? Because I, I can just deal with situations that, 
used to baffle me. And, um, you know, having a sponsor is such a big thing. And I uh, thank Gail for taking through steps and Catherine, who's here tonight, um, for sponsoring me as well. And, and Andy, you know, and I've always been sponsored. I've always rang in. And on the whole part, you know what I mean? I've always tried to share honestly with them. And um, just having someone else on your side who just gives you clear-cut direction, just... Just take this is an open meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous in support of AA's singleness of purpose. We respectfully ask that sharing be confined to alcoholics and that when discussing our problems, we confine ourselves to those problems as they relate to alcoholism. There may be visitors here who are unfamiliar with our tradition of anonymity. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio and films. This tradition is a constant reminder that personal ambition has no place in AA. We are sure that anonymity is the greatest safeguard AA can ever have. We therefore seek your cooperation in protecting the anonymity of our members at the public level. The format of tonight's meeting will be three 10-minute speakers, followed by a full speaker until approximately 8.30. The meeting will then be open to the floor and closed at 9 o'clock. Could everybody turn their mobile phones off or switch them to a silent profile? Can it someone I can just doesn't matter what's going do you know what I mean whatever it is I can just be honest with that one other person you know I was the type of person that would just go around telling everyone my problems trying to seek the answer that I wanted do you know what I mean and never listen to any advice never you know I was just quietly defiant I would nod say yes but just do my own thing anyway and now you know I can just listen to my sponsor and just trust that they've got my best interests at heart and, and just do it, do you know what I mean? And it's always worked out just fine. And, um, you know, that is priceless. Just, just priceless having that, um, having, having that sponsor. How long have I got? <laughs> Eight minutes, gosh. This is, this, yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, I have, I have, really got a blessed life and um you know i've got all all of the you know like job my home all of those things but um you know what i never had you know i was i i couldn't do things unless i was drunk do you know what i mean i couldn't um just just live life i can remember having some school work and stuff doing i thought i talk more when i drunk when i'm drunk i'll write my um coursework drinking because I'll be able to write more because I can talk more when I'm drunk. So I used to like submit, do you know what I mean, drunken essays when I was like, I don't know, like 14, 15, do you know what I mean? That was, that was the kind, you know, and um, you know, now I've just, I, I don't have to, do you know what I mean? Like um, being in this group, being shown how to live life, working through the service structures, just showing me how to deal with people situations the public do you know what i mean just all of those things from working through the service structure that um you know i can just uh, apply myself to things and, and follow through and, and do things right the right way do you know what i mean not having to scheme and cheat and things like that and um just be financially responsible and but you know i've got a peace of mind that i've never had before you know i've taken step three i've got you know i've just i just don't have to go to bed you know, every night just with a whirling list of either resentments or overwhelming fear. Do you know what I mean? Like, even though I wanted to die and I was suicidal, I'd always think that I was dying of something as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I was just consumed with my own mind all of the time, but I just don't have to live like that anymore. You know, I've, 
you know, I can be grateful and just go to sleep and try and think of others and when I'm at work, do you know what I mean? I can try and help my colleagues and all of those things because I've been shown how to live life here and, um, you know, that that's, that's priceless. And if you're visiting or new, you know, that this group is just um, something special. You know, when I moved away, three years I was going to meetings elsewhere and every week I'd ask someone if they wanted to go for coffee. Like, not once did anyone want to go for a coffee. Not once did any. Do you know what I mean? I could just turn up as the meeting started, leave as it left. And, um, you know, that I, I wouldn't have the recovery. I probably wouldn't have even stayed sober. Do you know what I mean? But having a group like this where things are expected of me and where everyone's sing from the same hymn sheet and where just look after each other do you know what I mean and um you know I've had some of the best times of my life as people from the meeting and um you know and holidays and trips away and nights out you know nights in and all of those things you know like fun days and you know do you know what I mean this is more than just Alcoholics Anonymous you know this is somewhere special and um you know if you're new or you don't miss out on that you know don't miss out because it, it, it really is, um, I haven't got the words or the vocabulary. Or the, do you know what I mean? I feel a lot of pressure doing 25 minutes. I feel that's the tone of the meeting. Do you know what I mean? I've been there when they, when they talk about it. And, you know, and you want to do your best for your home group and for the newcomer. And then I'm just a, still a really self-centered person. Do you know what I mean? I just think, oh, I shouldn't have worn this dress. Sandals up. Do you know what I mean? I'm still like that at the same time when I'm trying to speak. Do you know what I mean? I'm still there's still a lot to lot to do, and the more sober I am, the more alcoholic I know my thinking is. Those initial years, it's like I'm elated. I'm not drinking. I've been given a new life. Like everything is just like everything just come really fast, really good, really quickly. And the longer I've been sober, like. You know, it's like gone on a different level. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like things are good, but sometimes things are like hard. I've got a preteen and a toddler, and like my days, I do them with two lots of tantrums. Do you know what I mean? I've got like, and um, so I didn't have any of that when I got here. Do you know what I mean? But I was elated. But now, like, I have to work deeper up my program in different ways. Do you know what I mean? To to maintain a, a peace of mind and a serenity, and just like. All the, all the trappings that I've got come with working spiritually differently, do you know what I mean, at a deeper level, I think. And I can see my own defects of character visibly more and more. And, um, you know, so i just got to keep doing that. You know, I, I spoke to my sponsor this week and he just said, you know, like, congratulations. And you just got to do it for the next 20 years. And I thought, that's right, do you know what I mean? I'm like, um, that's, I just got just got to keep doing it a day in, day out, every day, you know, and I've never, you know, although, like, the first nine years, I think I was doing, like, four or five meetings a week, I'd always do loads of PI work, loads of service, I could do loads of it, and then I got a job where I couldn't do those PI talks, and then I had kids, so it makes things even more difficult, but I have always done basics, day in, day out, read my big book, prayers, all those simple things, do as service as I can, and, you know, I've always just tried to just be honest with my sponsor and do all of those basic things. And, you know, I'm still here, I'm still sober, and I've got a great life, and I'm not going to make it 25. But um, just thank you all, and uh, thanks a lot.
my name's Chris, I'm an alcoholic. Thanks for your sponsorship, Dave. Uh, thanks for asking me to share, Gary, and thank you to the founders for starting a meeting. Um, right, my, my experience for coming to AA was, uh, looking back now, I've, you know, I'm well now, but looking back, um, I wasn't well. You know, even in primary school, um, even way back then, I could see that I wasn't well. A very selfish sort of person, um, self-centered, always thinking about myself. And uh, I got up to secondary school and a lot of fear come into my life. Uh, I mean, massive amount of fear come in. I was like, in primary school, it was all like, brilliant. And I got into the big school, oh, fear come into my life. Um, I started hanging around with boys uh, that were doing wrong things, and I started doing them as well, and uh, started drinking at the age of about 14 and, and doing other, other stuff as well. And uh, I was getting worse in myself still. You know, I was, I was always constantly worrying about what other people were thinking of me. Um, it was never, never good. I always thought you didn't like me, and uh, um, that was... My thinking, you know, it's in that, and I can get it now, and it's just, it's an absolute nightmare, and that's why I had to drink. This is why I had to get away from me and my thinking, and uh, I can see it all now. I can see it looking back, and I, I just didn't have a chance before because I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. You know, I didn't know who to speak to. I didn't know how to gauge myself. Is this how you're supposed to feel? You know, it's just, I was always thinking of death and worrying about it in bed and stuff like that and just, so, just such a negative negative person and I can see this clear as day to day and uh, it's you know it's, there's so many people in the world that's that's like that you know and they're going through it and kids are going through it and they don't even know what's going on and they're, they're, they're going to end up in prison and stuff like that and uh, it's just it's just going to carry on and on and on and um, I've just been I've found a life, you know, I've found freedom from how I used to be. And so I just didn't think that would, you know, I didn't know what was going on. You know, drink, you know, I've been told was was that ease and comfort. You know, when I come here, I've been told all these things. All I knew is that, oh, I'll just, I'll, I've got a drink, I've got a drink. Get me cider, come back. Oh, I ended up, like, being on my own all the time. I just can't be around people and... Uh, I would just drink on my own, and I would just, that ease and comfort, that, that just happiness in my head, you know, it's just, this is the place you're always going to be, is up here, you know, so if, if you're going if you've got a bad attitude, if you've got, you know, you see the world in a certain way, you're going to feel, feel that and see that in the world, and I was just feeling fear, paranoia, and uh, once I had that drink, it was just, oh, amazing, absolutely amazing, I was just, I felt like I just wanted to go out and like be with people and just, you know, I felt connecting and just, I just loved that feeling. I just, you know, just loved people. And that just wasn't the way it's, it was for me. It was, you take the drink away and I hated people, you know. I hated people because I just couldn't get on with them, you know. And uh, at the end of my drinking, it was, uh, it, I just wanted blackout. I just wanted oblivion because... My head was just torturing me. It would just torture me. It would be saying stuff, you know, the intrusive thoughts. I just thought, this was all real. This is all real that's going in my head. And this is how it, 
you know, this is what the world's like, you know? And uh, I just, I wanted to die. I just, I, and I felt some ease. When I said to myself, that, just, just kill yourself, just kill yourself. And I actually felt some, some ease from that because I, I would, it was almost like I stopped fighting, fighting the world. <laughs> and uh, I remember I'd get down on my, down, down on my knees crying and just, just rocking, just please, just God, just, just let me be happy. Just let me be happy and let me live a long time as well. Put in all these conditions, so you get me a car. <laughs> no, so I was doing that, and it's like, I was, and that was to a God that I didn't believe in. You know, it, I was just, you know, I was caught. I was trapped. I was trapped, and I was just, I was just, please, Lord, just, just get me out of this. Just let me feel happy. And I remember, two weeks later, I turned up to this meeting, and uh, I found other people like me, and it's just just amazing just uh, just the gratitude that I got thinking about it you know every time I think about it, this joy you know the first time I come here and I find more people like it just oh it's just amazing and uh but I thought that oh I have done what they've done some of these lot of like you know killed people and stuff and uh they've gone prison and stuff and like I have done that and, and that's what my find my mind would always you know go put me in a corner, as usual. It put me in a corner and make me think that, you know, you can't have this. You can't have anything good. And, uh, but the thing is, is that they just said, keep on coming back. Just keep on coming back. They told me about alcoholism, what that was about. And uh, for years, day in, day out, I was just picking up the drink, getting hammered, didn't have no control over it. So I wake up in whenever I woke up, feeling like crap, and say, I'm never, ever going to do that again. And we all say it. And we all know what that's like, the fact that we, we say it. We say it when we really mean it. And I'm never going to... I've not done that every freaking day. And I only found that out when I come into the meeting that I was doing that, remembering back that I was doing that. And I would always forget every time. And I would always pick it up again. And uh, I said, yeah, I'm like that. I'm like that. And he was just saying other stuff like... Uh, feeling of bad, you know, something bad's going to happen. Because, yeah, I always get that. And uh, just all these things people were saying, I was never able to articulate it, never able to get it out of my head because it was just always going around and around. And just, and I'll be just, my mum is saying, well, take you to doctors. And I just don't know what to say to them. What do you say to these people? And uh, when I come here and I sat down and listen, that's what all we ask for anybody that's new, just come, come here and just sit down and just listen. And listen to the similarities, the things that, you know, you've done. And, and uh, that's what I did. And I was, I was just a, a wreck. I was just wrecked, shaking, sweating. Um, just started getting into that act that I always did. Like, the people pleaser going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, just uh, don't even know what the hell you're telling me. Like that. And I go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like that. And just, just straight slipped straight back into it. Um, you know, that's what just I'll, that's what I'm dealing with. I'll just I'll just be an actor. I'll be an actor, and I won't listen. I won't listen to to the information that's being told to me. And I'll just like um, when Gavin was saying about you know taking directions off people. Oh yeah, and he's, he's just saying oh yeah. Look, and they drive off. Go, what the hell? I don't even know where I'm going. Like sort of thing. So it's like I had to learn to do a a lot of different things in my life. Like when I got myself a sponsor, I. I felt that, you know, nobody cares about me, and I felt like, oh, he, he, he don't care about me, and just self-pity and all that, and just, and I, I, 
I remember Dave caught me hands and he shook me hands and I said, and we just got a conversation going up and said, oh, I said, I love, like what you got and stuff like that. And he said, I'll, I'll sponsor you like that. And he said, as long as you're willing to take, you know, certain steps that I've done. I'm like, yeah, 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 like that. Like, people please here again. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, said, I don't even know what you're talking about. And, uh, and I started coming to the meetings on time. I started doing the suggested things that he was telling me to do and on a daily basis. And, I, and it, it, this took quite a while, like a couple of weeks to really get into doing my suggestions properly. I was like still just sitting there in my uh, mum's house. I was in the box room, just sitting there, stewing over stuff like that. And I'm thinking about doing these actions. And uh, I, was going, I was just losing my mind. I was really losing. It was almost like I was going to just lose my mind. And I was going to say, mum, mum, I'm losing, I'm losing my mind here. I'm just, and I just got down on my knees. I just said a simple prayer, got up, started reading the big book. And I think it was almost like I broke. I just broke then and started doing it someone else's way. And uh, I started doing these actions, the, the suggested things, on a daily basis. And uh, I started getting that easing comfort. And uh, you won't get it. You won't get that. If you're not doing these actions, you know, it's if you go on your own ideas, you're going to be the person who drinks, who wants to get off her eggs, you know. So my experience and our experiences, you start doing these these actions, they'll start pushing you in a direction that allows you not to want to get off your head, not get drunk and, and fight against the world. It's my experience. It's just it really has. It has stopped me from some swimming up stream. It's, it's allowed me to walk with, you know, the world and feel connected. And that's by doing these simple actions. And that was just doing that and uh, it's, it's praying to God. Um, it was just, I didn't have, I've got no religious feelings toward God and stuff like that. It's all it's ever been is just, just putting the actions in. Um, and a lot of people start by um, the, the group is the, the higher power. Look at look, it's amazing the amount of people here with good quality sobriety, and uh, that's that's a good place to start if if you find it difficult. So that's what um, I just started to just believe in in, in anything that like, sort of thing. I started going through those twelve steps, and it's and it's unblocked me from all all that crap. I'm not allowed to be happy. And that's what I thought. I've done so many horrible stuff to people. All I think about is resentment all the time towards people. And what I want to do to them. Um, and that was just blocking me off from any happiness, from any higher power coming into my life, any change. And once I started going through those 12 steps and getting a higher power in my life, I was starting to, like it says, live in the sunshine, sunlight of the spirit. You know, and I know that sounds a bit airy-fairy. And, uh, but I'll tell you, when you start feeling it, you'll be loving it. You'll be loving it from, from where you've come from, from the darkness, from depression, from being on your own, when you start getting that feeling, it's, it's second to none, you know, and, and it's, it shows you that there's something here, there's something so special here, but if you don't do those actions, you never even come close to it, you know, so it's, it's just having to surrender, completely surrender, and that's what I've done, and uh, start going through those 12 steps, went through step four, and that straight away I thought, I'm not doing that, I'm not telling my sponsor the, the horrible stuff that I've done in my life, you know, I was just, 
I'm, I'm never going to be a free man, you know, because they will always keep me sick. These secrets will always keep me down, and you won't be able to look the world in the eyes. But I've done, I've done, started going through the steps, and they're done in a certain way that once you get the step four, you feel like, oh, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to you know, disclose all these things, and uh, I did. You know, I told my sponsor. He, he didn't talk to me for he to me for a few weeks, but no, I'm only joking. Uh, and he never shake me hand. We're washing his hands and stuff. But, uh, uh, but um, no, he didn't. He didn't at all. He didn't. And uh, it's just, but you feel like that. That it's like, oh, I can't tell anybody this stuff, that sort of thing. But you're with people that it's just as sick as you. You know, they're just we're in a place where we can. It's a spiritual kindergarten. You know, where you can. You can grow. This is a place to start life again, you know? And it's not going to get took the piss out of or um, ridiculed or anything. This is such a, a, a safe place to restart your life again. So it's, it's just thinks it's just a day at a time. That's all it is. If anybody's new or just starting on this, it's a day at a time. And you're going to be fighting against, if you're anything like me, fighting against your thinking, you know? But you, you're going to have these thinkings coming in and out, saying, you, oh, I don't have to do this, or um, just whatever. But the, the main thing is that you do the actions, that's what's going to turn it, turn your life. It's not the thinking. So it's these thoughts are going to come in. And a good one to do is, this, what's it called? The serenity prayer. That one's so simple, you can just walk around. And just saying it in your head, like no one's even knowing that you're doing it, like sort of thing. And it's like, you know, you're getting uncomfortable, and you'd feel, you know, we are people who are anxious, you know, myself. I'll get anxious, I'll have panic attacks. I used to come to the meetings, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that out. And they put me up the front, so off the die in the front there. So, so it's just that that is the person who. I'm, I'm going towards. I'm just. I'm just going to be that person for the rest of my days. You know that. Just that. Just pathetic. I'm just. I'm not of any use to anybody. But because of I've given and I've done these actions and, and walked with you lot in the right direction. I'm not that person anymore. I'm not a loser. You know. I'm, I've, my life is taking on new meaning. You know. It's. It's just widened up so much where my thinking would always lead me to a corner to, I'm trapped I can't think myself out of this but when I'm when I'm doing this stuff when I'm doing you know higher power step free when I'm just hand it over it's just bang it's like that my life is just opportunities you just see it and it's 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 so kind of baffling this fucking our thinking it's just I wish I could just just you know just give in for the rest of my days. But my ego resurges all the time. I'm, I'm always, you always got to watch yourself, you know. You, that's why it's a day at a time. It's a day at a time. Because if you've just done it for one day, you know, you would start to turn and turn. After a while, you start turning and you just, you'll drink again. You'll go mental. And the thing is, by doing it a day at a time, it's, it's you're managing, you know. Higher power is managing your life. And you're able just to enjoy the next day instead of taking that over, the crap that you've accumulated from that day onto that one, fighting against the world. My, my miss, my poor missus, my kids, they just had the worst of me. You know, I'd just be I'd violent to them. 
violent because I was just, you know, when you're just so frustrated that you just, I just don't know what to do. I'm just, I can't get out of this thinking. You want me to show you love? I've got nothing in there. I've got nothing to show you. I'm, I'm bankrupt of it. And the, the, the amazing thing is, is that this, the 12 steps, I've had glimpses of being a person who could be loving. You know, in the early days, you just, it, and it's just, I remember I goes into my buddy's room, and, then, and I'm yapping to him after me, I'm yapping like hell, like that. And it's just, I'm just, I feel connected to him. You know, and it's like, I would have never had that. You know, I've never, ever had that. If I didn't, if it weren't for AA, and putting in the actions. And the thing is, you forget that. You forget how good it is. And you, you take the foot off your pedal, off the pedal. You, you just, you start looking at, oh, I'll put more into my job. I'll start earning more money, trying to look, look for that. And, uh, or looking good and stuff like that. And the more I can put into my recovery, the, that, that ease and comfort, that's all I've wanted, is that ease and comfort. But I always get diverted. I always get diverted. And that's why it's fantastic. This group such a special place to come that people show you what you can have. You can have, you can have this freedom, this just live the dreams. And the way I do things sometimes is that I'll go down and trap myself again. And it's like, oh, freaking hell, it's just, I feel this, this tightness. I'll come to a meeting and I'll, I'll just hear it. I'll just hear the, the solution again. And I'll just let go again, let go Stop, stop doing it my way, because my way is always give me shit. You know, it's give, it's give me nothing. And that's why I would always go for that drink, because I'll be just getting tighter and tighter in myself. I need to, I need to get out of a release, or, or top myself. And uh, I don't need to do that today. I don't need to do that, because I've got a sponsor. I've got, I've got tools. I've got, I can pray. Step 11, I've got, you know, all these things which I didn't have before. All it was, it was me against you, and I'll be just going round and round, reliving all the stuff that people have done to me. I should have said this. Why didn't you say this? Oh, that was a good one. Why didn't you say that one, though? Like that, and it's like, and like um, Sharon was saying, driving into bus, like that. It's like, that is what we're dealing with. That is our solution, you know? That is our distorted we are, we think that the only way to get freedom is to you know, kill ourselves you know, and it's like remember that that boy who, a bloke who killed people with a shotgun um, that is just mental thinking, you know, resentment toward people, and if I had if I had a gun you know, it's, it's disgusting as it sounds but that is how selfish I am. That is how self-centered I am. All I think is about me. And I'll come to this group, and they've told me, you've got to look outwards. You've got to start thinking of others. And by thinking of others, that's, you know, that self-centeredness, it disappears. And you feel that ease and comfort. You feel that bloody, the, the gratitude in life. I was just missing it all. I'm absolutely missing it all because I was doing it my way. And that's, it's not any fault of anybody's, you know, it's just how naturally you, you, you go towards. 
But now I've been shown a different way, and it's, I've had to work, you know, I've had to work service, um, being honest to my sponsor. I had to, I've had to change everything around. I, when I came into Alcoholics Anonymous, um, I had the opportunity of getting into a job, and, and, and it was at night, on nights, and I would have missed my meetings, and my sponsor said, it's not a good idea to do it. And I said, yeah, okay, I won't do it. Although I thought, you know, this is the be all and end all, that sort of thing. Um, I'll just, right, I'll go on your thinking. And like relationships and, and jobs, and when I first come on, I've got nothing that makes me happy. I've, nothing makes me happy at all. And by doing this, I've got, I, usually I don't get bored at all. There's always something to do, always something to do. I feel like I've found my potential. I was always thinking that I'm just, I'm just crap at everything. You know, just crap at everything. I can't look people in the eyes at work in the workplace. I'm just a gibbering idiot. I'm like so like into myself that I can't be a part of. But by going through these twelve steps, I remember like taking interviews for jobs. I'm just on fire. Just speaking to these people, not. On fire, but just really, just it's so enthusiastic. I've, I've found something, you know. You could, you know, they're sitting there like that, looking at me. Like, oh yeah, like that, and I'm just, I'm just like so enthusiastic. And because I've changed, I've had to change in thought and attitude by going through these twelve steps and keeping up with the suggestions on a daily basis, and that's kept the spiritual awakening. So if you're new. Do you, you've got to work for this. You've got to work for it, day at a time. You've got to forget about everything else and just put this first. Put this first, and you will get everything you've been looking for. And it's and it's. You might feel oh, I feel uncomfortable here. I feel um, I can't get on with people, and I can't, you know, have fun and show you who I really am. It's, don't worry about all that. It's all about putting in actions. That's all it is. And so if a sponsor says to you. Go up and speak to others. Go up to speak to others. You've got to break that person who just sits on ass on their own. You're not, you're not going to go anywhere. That's my experience. And it's, it's such a dangerous, you might think it's nothing, but it's such a dangerous thing to do because you're putting these habits early on. You, you need to be getting into good habits and they're hard to, hard to break. And this has all been taught to me by people who have gone before me, a sponsor, and it all might feel like it's, yeah, but that's crap. That's all, that's nothing. That's, it's, it, how does it work, that sort of thing? And we've all said that to ourselves, probably. But the main thing is, if you do it, you will see that it works. But if you don't do it, you'll never, you'll never get a glimpse of what we're talking about. And, uh, oh, I did. And, uh, so, um, is that just two minutes left, yeah? Brilliant. So... This is my uh, birthday share, and uh, I can look back with a lot of, honestly, a lot of good memories. And uh, like Dave said, so I, I can't remember, it. when we're out there doing whatever we're doing, you, can't, you look back and there's nothing there. There's nothing there at all to look back at and think, oh, that was good, to, for myself. But coming into Alcoholics Anonymous, getting into service, really trying to think of others, the newcomer, of, of change, and I can look back and think, it's such good good times, such good times. And I, I, would, I always wanted to get up here and say, I don't know why, but um, it's like, 
Remember Pam that used to come to a group? And uh, she used to start off her thing and she used to say, I was born in the days of the Raj. Like that. I just, I just, I just remembered it. I was just thinking back of like all the different characters, like Biscuit Mark, and you know all the people going to Copenhagen with um, Mike and all the other boys and Wayne, and just it's good stuff. It really is good stuff. But you've got to go go against that self-centeredness, which will always creep in. That's what we've got for the rest of our lives. As long as we look forward outwards, work with the newcomers and keep on top of your step tens unblock yourself from all that crap you know, we're, f- we're loving it we're loving it and so uh, I'll leave it there, thank you very much Thanks for listening, I hope you enjoyed the podcast Sobercast is ad free and we'd like your help in order to keep it that way so if you'd like to help us be self-supporting by pledging a dollar to a month, visit Sobercast.com and look for the donate links. Thank you very much.